Thank you for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer at Chick with Beats. And I'm on Breezy Gibson. And we're glad that you're here with us, rocking with us. And, you know, we got another great show lined up as usual. We got a special guest coming up and uh, some music industry news, even though it was kind of a little light this week, but we'll share some of the goodies. I mean, I should say light on the industry side of things because, I mean, it's always drama and different things <laughs> unfolding. But yeah, as far as the business side, uh, a little light, but still some good stories to share with you. And of course, beats by yours truly. Yeah, well, I like the way you said music industry news. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, without any further ado, let's go.
and we're back with music industry news. First up, there's a couple of stories from Live Nation. One of them is that they've debuted what they're calling the Club Pass. And so this is a new general admission ticket that's good for select shows at uh, dozens of clubs across the U.S. And it starts at $59. So fans can have access to uh, shows at one venue of their choice for shows between October 1st all the way through December 31st of this year. And, you know, if that's not good enough, you're a super fan, you want more options, they got a multi-club pass that's available for $299. And it lets fans enjoy shows at all the participating Live Nation clubs. So sales began this past Monday on the 19th, and um, it's going to continue throughout uh, September 30th or until they sell out. So we'll see which comes first. Hmm. Okay, that's that's very uh very upbeat a very upbeat type of uh, endeavor right there. So yeah, let's keep an eye on that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know the other part of the Live Nation story is that they've acquired the German live events company called Good Live, and so you know this was specifically acquired by Live Nation Germany, but now they've got a majority stake in the company, which is based in Berlin. And so, you know, they handle festivals, booking, and all types of services. And this is the company that's behind the Splash Festival in Ferropolis, uh, Super Bloom Festival in Munich. And they also have festival production and service teams in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. So they haven't disclosed the financial terms of the deal, but Live Nation is continuing to expand. And so, yeah, we'll see what births from that. But yeah, they're doing some pretty, pretty amazing things over there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a word to the guy and the lady, the chick on the street is, um, see, just the same way, you know, we we have a like a, a practice of bringing this up just the same way that they are expanding. So for the, the small person the, on the street that's indie trying to do some things for themselves and, and whatever, they can expand just as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Great point. So, yeah, so you know, put your ideas on paper and work them, and make sure you, you bring them to fruition. And then we'll be on here, and not only us, you know, we'll get some worldwide um, media about it, and you'll be expanding as well. And, and some good things will be happening. So uh, don't let it just be the, the billion dollar companies, it can be you too. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, and this little tidbit here, vinyl has overtaken PlayStation games as the UK's second biggest selling physical format. So this is new data from the Entertainment Retailers Association that says that vinyl records brought in about 92.4 million so far this year, which is an increase uh, from the 82.4 million at the same time last year. So yeah, it's the second biggest selling physical format after Nintendo Switch games. So basically between this and the story that we shared, I believe it was last week or the week before, the UK is not playing when it comes to vinyl. <laughs> like they have a love for it. They're actually spending money on it to collect these things. So there's a few things that can be uh, gleaned from this. One, that People like to have the physical content in their hand. Streaming is great, it's convenient, but people are still willing to shell out money for those physical copies. So that's something for you to keep in mind as an artist and also the location. So like I said, we've had these stories talking about where they're putting their dollars. So, you know, if you've got friends or fans in the UK, then you thinking about doing vinyl, 
that's a great place to start. So, you know, just a, a word to the wise from that story there. Yeah, and then that also means an increase in sales and revenues and profits on the equipment making companies. Okay, techniques, turntables, you know, those were a blast of the past that are still this day uh, very, very lucrative to find a pair of those, and as well as the, the updated um, DJ travel equipment and tables and setups and so forth. So uh, it's just not the vinyl by itself. There's attachments that go with that that um those companies that are producing that stuff are they're they're receiving increases in sales too they gotta be they gotta be yeah yeah it's an excellent point you know not to get too far off topic but it just reminded me of um the video that inspector deck shared on instagram (laughs) backstage at a show and so, you know, it looks like to the audience, the DJ is just going crazy. They got like the little boom box shade up there. So they can't really see what he's doing. But then when you look at the view from <laughs> the, the vantage point that he shared, there was literally nothing there. No tables, no turntables, no, no boards, nothing. He's just up there pretending to press buttons. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Just just wild. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. yeah. So, you know, with that being aside, you know, DJing is a very, very important craft. So important to the, you know, fact that people got to pretend to be doing it <laughs> just to try to get the crowd hype. But yeah, salute to all the actual DJs out there that don't fake the funk. Yeah. Lady DJs, male DJs (laughs) even the kid DJs oh yeah yes for sure (laughs) (laughs) all right YouTube says that it's made six billion dollars in payments to the music industry between July of last year and June of this year so this is a two billion dollar increase from the four billion last year around the same time and it's no surprise but they say that the user-generated content accounted for 30% of the payouts to artists, songwriters, and rights holders. So user-generated content means that you're the one doing it, you're the one creating it, you're the one uploading it, and you know putting the energy behind it. And so, yeah, it's finally starting to pay off for a lot of people. And you know they've kind of made hints in the past uh, that they're trying to overtake Spotify as far as music goes. So we'll see what happens. Um, they're already making some strides in the right direction as far as payouts go. And so, you know, if they just continue to take care of the creators, I'm sure it will draw even more people to, to using the platform the way that they intend for them to. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yep, going for broke, going for broke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, and speaking of payouts, uh, BMI paid out almost $1.5 billion to songwriters and publishers in the past year, which is up 10% uh, year over year. So they announced that this was like an all-time high distribution. They've never paid out this much, but it actually came to $1.471 billion. And um, so that's $136 million more than last year. And overall collections had increased 16%. Um, to 1.57 billion so it's it's you know always good when creators can get uh, 
the money that they're owed, you know, for putting in all that time, effort, talent, and energy. And digital licensing revenue accounted for 48% of that whole total. So yeah, heads up. And the licensing basically comes from, you know, letting people use it in TV shows, commercials, movies, and all that stuff. So, you know, it, it always makes me happy to hear when these payouts are increasing. So great news there. Yeah, hey, come pay me. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And so, you know, another segue, you know, when we're talking about this, the best way to make sure that you're included in that is making sure that you're actually registered with your PROs, performing rights um, organizations. So if you're actually doing all this, you, you, you're making the music, you need to make sure that somebody's handling that back end for you if you don't feel like doing it have somebody register your stuff so that way you can actually get paid when it gets used. So, you know, a lot of people kind of want to skip that step or say they'll get around to it or whatever the case may be, but you know, just make sure that you have everything in order. So that way, you know, when these payouts are coming, you can be included in that. And speaking of skipping steps, let me address that a moment. Mm. Okay. So when uh, the statement was just made, you know, get somebody to do that for you okay that's competent and so on and so forth but don't overlook paying them okay mm, yeah there's a lot of folks there's a lot of folks who are shorting people meaning they're asking them to do something for them and people go and do it and then when they come back to be, be paid you're nowhere to be found okay and that that leaves a bad tracer on your name so do the right thing. Be professional. Uh, so when you get somebody to do something for them, <laughs> well, fortunately, a lot of those folks, they won't do it unless you pay them up front. Mm-hmm, okay? mm-hmm. But but even then, if you're going to pay somebody up front, do your due diligence and look at their track record to make sure that you know they don't have any blemishes on their track record. So uh, when you pay them, they uh, renege and don't uh, follow through on what they're supposed to do. So that's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, just, a, just a thought. A great thought to share. <laughs> All right. We're gonna take a quick pause for the cause, and then we'll be back with more music industry news right after this. Okay.
industry news i thought this story was pretty interesting and unlikely uh collaboration or connection that i wouldn't have made but hey it makes sense so td jakes uh his record label dexterity sounds has inked a distribution deal with rock nation so the deal includes the album finally loose which is paying tribute to the final woman thou art loose conference which wraps up in atlanta today but um, the album aims to deliver in quote unquote life music that's designed to inspire hope. And it features Timbaland, Tamar Braxton and Sheila E. So, you know, it's always cool to see, you know, unique collaborations and, you know, another point for the independent artists, like you never know how stuff can gel. So, you know, when, when you're thinking about um, expanding your audience, maybe you should take a look outside of your I guess common circle of people that you collaborate with and kind of think outside the box yeah yeah okay and so great collaboration i mean that's been you know he's been uh, a spark plug behind a lot of positivity for several years okay and um you know various at various times i've seen some of the, the women that have visited this area specifically to attend um his events and uh and conversating with them they've always just been just bubbling over with uh results of of the uh um, positivity but the knowledge that they picked up during mm-hmm. his events so yeah shouts out to all of those in that collaboration and especially uh for him reaching out to the ladies um globally mm-hmm. because they're coming they come from everywhere so yeah 
Yeah, and they I, do. I'd love to know uh, how many copies of this album that they have sold throughout the whole conference. <laughs> so, yeah, if we ever get those figures, we'll make sure to share them. But, yeah, like, I mean, it's it's a great idea to, to use that platform for that as well. So, you know, hint, hint. You want to mm-hmm. sell some some albums? Maybe there are some other things that you can do that your community needs um, yep. that you might be able to kind of tap into. So yep. yeah, <laughs> collab, collab, yes. collaboration. That's mm-hmm. right. All right, and Usher has sold his interest in Justin Bieber's catalog to Harborview. Now we've shared about Harborview before, and I, I kind of mentioned this back then that we'd probably be hearing a lot more stories about them, the way that they're, you know, coming in the game super hardcore, but it's a black woman led and black owned business. And so, yeah, now they've got the share in Justin Bieber's catalog. So just in case uh, you aren't aware of the connection with Usher and Justin. um, So Usher shares in RBMG, which was the music label that was responsible for signing him back in 2008. Um, so he's the, the co-founder along with Scooter Braun, um, Justin's manager. And so now Usher, Usher sold his shares in RBMG um, to Harborview. Well, not the whole thing, but for Justin Bieber's portion of it for an estimated $40 million. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Usher was uh, Justin's mentor like very early on in his career and got him hooked up with L.A. Reid. Uh, to be able to sign the island records and all that so you know he he invested early <laughs> and look at that payout 40 million dollars wow yeah <laughs> whoa whoa yeah. well to the victor goes the spoils yes Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, it just goes to show there's nothing wrong with acknowledging some up and coming talent. So, what if he would have noticed Justin Bieber and thought, oh, nah, what if this little dude comes from my spot and he was on some jealousy type stuff and hating? <laughs> like, none of this would be possible. So, once again, another word to the wise for the right. artists out there listening. You know, you don't have to be jealous of people. There's room enough for everybody to make it. And yeah, you can help somebody else out in a way that, um, you know, kind of comes back to you uh, where you can benefit from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so just do it. Yes. And, and do and do it with positivity. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's key right there. <laughs> no negativity. No negativity. Mm-hmm. All right, and this story, um, Facebook is adding some new pages features to help creators connect with more fans and get discovered. So one of these uh, new features is that there will be a new setting for creators to be able to, guess what, make content exclusively available to top fans and subscribers. So, you know, mm-hmm. we've been, yeah, we've been seeing this go on in other areas. And so now Facebook is uh, going to take part in this. And so, you know, if that's something that you're interested in, the option is going to be available um, where you go to select your audience. And so for the audience settings, you'll be able to select top fans uh, whenever you share a new post. 
And um, they're also going to give you the option too uh, to make some stuff exclusively available uh, so that way your fans and subscribers can get it first before it rolls out to everybody else. Um, another thing that they're going to add is uh, creator endorsements. So you can have the opportunity to highlight another creator, just like we were just talking about with the last story. And then once you do that, that creator will be notified and they can have the opportunity to follow you back too. So, um, you know, it's, it's once again, that collaboration word that just kind of keeps popping up. Uh, didn't know this was going to be a theme <laughs> for this episode, but hey. And um, so, yeah, now they're also going to be offering rising creator labels, which will make it easier for users to be able to discover and follow up and coming creators. So like once you hit a top percent of rising creators and that's when they'll kind of feature you to bring people to you. So, I mean, there's lots of goodies that they're going to be rolling out, but those are just some of the few that you might want to be able to uh, kind of capitalize on once you see it. Oh, um, another one that I thought was really cool too, is that now they're going to add a um, template like for posts and stories for you to be able to auto mention new top fans. So the more people interact with you, you can basically shout them out to the rest of your audience, which will encourage more engagement and all that good stuff. So, you know, these are great tools that I'm excited to see come to the platform and, you know, hopefully you can benefit from it as well. Yeah, well, you know, um, <laughs> the sky's the limit. Um, there's no limit on ideas you know, and then bringing ideas to reality. Mm -hmm. um, so. And again, as we start out with the very uh, first uh, news article on this show, I mean, it doesn't take the, the millions and billions, uh, the millionaires or billionaires to be um, secluded off somewhere to be the only people that can do these kind of things. Indie artists, the people on the street, uh, people who are on the grind, got just as much as opportunity. The, the mind is a terrible thing to waste, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that adage is so true. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back with our guests right after this. Okay.
This is Breezy Gibson from The Breeze Team. How would you like to see an online platform that brings you people who already indicated that they're interested in your particular type of business? Whether it's your music you're selling, hip-hop clothing, you got a restaurant or a cafe, or if you're an entrepreneur or agent for a business, visit me at breeze2cheese.com. That's using the, the number two, breeze2cheese.com, or click my bio link on my Instagram profile to see a live demo of how this can help you get more customers and make more money. Hey, this is the Chick with Beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, thechickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, blogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's thechickwithbeats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K-W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something happen. Good. Hey, you know what, fam? We are right here in the mix with a young man who has, is blazing his own trail. I'm talking about a hot one, okay? And so he's going from east to west, north to south, and he's touching a lot of folks with the music. Got people following behind him, wanting to buy his music and everything. And so he's taking some special time out of his very busy schedule to be with us, to be with you, the listeners, to give you, the listeners, an up-close and personal view of himself. And so without any further ado, coming out of North Carolina is the one and only Southside Miko. Are you with us, sir? Yes, sir. Amen. Say, man, the Southside Miko, man, the hardest artist producer in the world. And if you ain't tapped in with me, then you must be off that girl, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Hey. That's an introduction right there, man. That just, he, hey, he busted the door open, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> we heard. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now we know a little bit about you, but our listeners, can you share with our listeners a bit about, you know, who uh, Southside Miko is, you know, where you come from and, you know, what it is you represent on Earth today and your music and all that good stuff? Uh, yeah, for sure. So I'm Southside Miko the hardest artist producer in the world. Um, I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, I started music around, let's say 2008, 2009, um, just rapping. And through rapping, I learned to be a producer. Before I was a rapper, like previous to 2008, I used to dance. Um, so practically my whole life, I've been doing this entertainment thing or trying to get on into entertainment business in some way, shape or form. Um, what I stand for, you know, I stand for love and positivity, you know, re reaching out to people, making connections that are genuine and uplifting people, you know, connecting with people, with people, making opportunities, providing value to others. And hopefully, you know, those people also providing value for me. Okay. Okay. So now, now before I turn it over to a chick with beats, you said one word that caught me uh, and it just made me stand straight up. Okay, and a chick with beats. He said that at one point he was a dancer. Okay, so now from the electricity that I hear in his voice, I know when he was on stage, he used to wow. Didn't he a chick with beats? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so before I turn it over, share share a little bit with that. You know that dancing deal. You know, and, and how that started, and you know what it was like to be on stage and and things of that nature. And then we turn over to a chick. Okay, for sure. So um, how I got started dancing is um, 
my my biggest influence the whole reason why i feel like i'm doing any of this music stuff or uh why i started dancing is michael jackson i i was a big heavy fan of michael jackson growing up and um i used to buy all of his dvds and i used to see um i used to see how great he was actually i used to see before he would even come out on stage people passing out i'm like man this man is great and that um i don't know that made me want to you know start dancing so through dancing um i started trying to you know dance like michael emulate his moves um then i got into a dance group um with somebody named amen chill um and we started you know performing at basketball games we started performing at um you know i even in in elementary school i i actually had a dance class in the school for the schools interesting that i was teaching with somebody else um so we was we was performing at basketball games kinson yetas um you know different places parties so and i was doing that up until about like high school um we won a couple of talent shows okay okay nice <laughs> well you know I, I could i could tell you know there was something in there and then when you said that oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i said yeah. okay a chick with beats what's up yeah well um you know you had mentioned that you were inspired by michael jackson like for the dancing but how about for your music when you said uh during the time frame you know how you started as a rapper like who were some of your biggest influences um i feel like it was actually it was the people around me I wasn't because originally I was listening to like stuff like Michael Jackson. I don't, I wasn't really listening to um rap music at all. It was on the radio so I heard it, but I wasn't really into that. I was listening to like Guns N' Roses, Michael Jackson, Aerosmith. I was on a whole different wave, like a whole different wave. And um through through dancing and um getting in the group, we started dancing to hip hop beats. And that's what and you know that 808 that that bass bumping it it got to me in a good way so um you know through that uh i had someone in the group introduce me to rapping when we were walking down the street one day heading to like a dance practice and he was like hey bro i rap uh i was like you rap we dancers like i've never heard you rap and he was like yeah bro i rap so he started rapping for me and after that day i was hooked so um you know i was just and I, i'm pretty sure that was in uh That was in middle school. I'm not necessarily sure, but I'm pretty sure it was in middle school. Um so yeah, after that day I've been I've been rapping my butt off trying to trying to make it um in the in the music industry. Um and doing that led to me being a producer, me searching beats. I I've, I've been kind of like around beats since two th- early 2009 because my brother used to make music. Um but um and he still does actually. So uh yeah, um I just didn't produce back then. But now like searching being a rapper when I finally got to be a rapper, I was searching YouTube beats after YouTube beats and it, it won't it. So I got back into producing and started going hard with it. Okay. Man, look man. Okay, so see now, you're setting the stage and the listeners are understanding where you're coming from because see, you are you're multi-talented. And see, everybody that comes across our path is not multi-talented like that. You know, they're all in just one lane, you know, and they're doing what they can for that one lane, but man, okay, so, you know, that's making you well-versed and and uh, uh you know, where you cross, you know, different networks like that. So, you know, I'm sure that's had a lot to do with 
when you fast forward to today, you know, that, that kind of, of uh, involvement at an earlier stage, and you probably have forgotten some things. You got this, you've forgotten more things, you know, right now than some people have ever even acquired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank <laughs> yeah, and it's a blessing. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm very thankful. Anybody who is listening, I feel like you should be everything that comes your way. Stay thankful, be thankful, but never be content because you got to move forward. Okay, okay, okay. Strong words of wisdom. Strong words of wisdom. And if you've missed, if you're a listener and you've missed the beginning, you're listening to the voice of, of Southside Miko. And he's right in here. He's right in here with us right in here in the mix with us and so now um the next phase of your of your career now is does it involve any songwriting or lyric writing or you know share with our listeners you know your involvements with that if there's any lyric writing yeah for sure so after i got like settled into rapping about like maybe 2015 2016 2017 um, I joined a group and we were a group for a while. Um, and I wrote lyrics for multiple artists. I coached kind of some people in the group on producing and teaching them how to produce. Um, there's a couple songs. I, I don't want to say the names of the people because I don't want to expose the people or expose the songs. So it's a couple songs on my SoundCloud that I've written. Um, but you know, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave the the small intricacies to to me and him but um yeah for sure okay 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 so now now writing a lyric okay is that a, a a talent where you know you're in bed you're fast asleep you know it's two three o'clock in the morning whatever and then all of a sudden you wake up from a deep sleep to rush and get a, a pen and paper and write this lyric down or type it down or something have you ever had any experiences like that um, I feel like not out of the sleep, but kind of out of a daydream. Like I'll come out of a daydream and I'll instantly run to my phone or rush to some paper to write my ideas down. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, you go back at a later time and pull that up, you know, because, you know, in, in this business, in the music business, there's nothing like having a perfect lyric and then a little time goes by and you forget it. I mean, that's that's right. absolutely a nightmare. Hey, mm-hmm. okay, all right. So, a chick with beats, you got thoughts? Yeah, do you have any um, unexpected talents or hobbies outside of music? You know, since you mentioned all the other stuff that you're into. Um, I like to help people and I like to, I guess, point people in the right direction. Um, like, for example, I try to put people on to knowledge or maybe more so esoteric information that they may not know um, to try to help people. Like for example, um, maybe like, let's say a philosophy. I, I In middle school, I actually started writing a philosophy book of my own. I never finished it because I got too caught up in a lot of different things, but um, but yeah, I guess maybe helping people through through philosophy and through my thoughts and through my ideas. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, see, now, you know, in that Miko empire, see, that's where you go back and you grab that and then you start itching out, you know, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there to, 
to uh, jot some things down and complete that. And then now you turn it into the Miko ebook in right. ser- you know ser- series one of mm-hmm. the Miko ebook. You know, put right. that out there. So, hey, you know, people, you can be uh, enriching folks, uh, educating folks, inspiring folks uh, while you're traveling, while you're asleep, while you're performing, and and you know your 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 brand grows. But even more so important, people are becoming educated. You know, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of folks reaching out that uh, that lack in different ways. So, you know, make that you know put some time in and, and complete that. And turn into your ebook, man, and put it on out there, and hey, you know, uh, touch even more people. Okay, so now, as we fast forward and get into the groove with your music, mm-hmm. okay, so now, share with our listeners what it was like the first time that you had a finished product, okay, and and uh, you know what you thought about, you know, your efforts and. You know what your friends or buddies thought about your efforts, your family, and so on and so forth. Did they did they support you with that, or did they say, "Nah, you know, you you need you need you need you need some work, man," or you know, you're hey, keep your day job, you know, keep your right. Day. What did they say? What did they say to you? So originally, like like I was saying earlier, I was a dancer, so so rapping wasn't, and I didn't even listen to rap music at all. Like I heard, like I said, I was I was hearing it on the radio and around me sometimes, but I wasn't really into that. So when I first started, um, I got laughed at. I'm not even gonna lie to you. The first song I ever recorded in my life, I recorded the whole song through and through. And the people that were in the studio with me, they were supposed they were supposed to be my, well, they are my friends, but they were laughing at me the whole time I was recording. And they was like, basically. That was a big indicator to me that I was garbage. And it, it, it's okay because I was at step one. Um, mm-hmm. And it did it did make me feel down at the time, but that's what I needed to get here. Um, I, mm-hmm. I finished the song. I went home to it. I was like, nah, this ain't it. Um, and ever since that, I've just been writing and writing and writing and writing and writing, trying to, trying to get myself better at what I do. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, you know, that's what we, that's what an inspiring person is going to do. Um, that's what a, a person who's got that, that gusto, you know, who wants to, to strive for success. That's what they're going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So not just, you know, put their head down and, you know, Hey, you know, go over and sit in the corner and everything. So, you know, in your, um, your, your speaking right now, you're you're inspiring a lot of folks, you know, because they need to hear that kind of thing. Um, that you, you know, you bounced back and kept going. A chick with peace, tell them. You know, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, tell them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just kind of curious. Like, so you know, you went through that, and you know, digital development and everything. How would you describe your music to a new listener now? Like somebody who knows nothing about, um, you know, who you're about, what you sound like. But like to somebody, matter of fact, a listener right here on the show, like how would you describe your music to them now compared to them? Uh, I would describe my 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 music as very high energy. I would describe my music as very well put or well thought out, um, not just somebody slapping lyrics on a track, because I feel like that's what most people do these days. And that's what I did back then. Um, 
it's, it's, it's well put together. It's very high energy. And also, depending on what side or what aspect of Miko you're you're listening to, you might hear some R&B singing. You might hear some high energy rapping or me talking about the streets. So I'm very multi It just depends. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see that that kind of, of platform right there. I mean, it's it's like unilateral. Okay, and you're reaching out to a lot of different levels. But then on the other hand, there's a whole lot of different levels that are reaching out to you, okay, which is a, a mighty good thing. And, and so, you know, I'm hearing some really, really strong uh, um, inspiration from you. I'm hearing some, some educational aspects from you. And so meaning that, you know, you're out there to help a bunch of people and, and, and inspire a lot of people. Um, it's, it's almost like you're uh, uh, an explosion full of energy in a good way. I mean, what would you say about that? I would say that's that's most definitely correct. I would feel like around me, I'm the most high energy person I know. So I definitely feel like that's correct. Okay, okay. A chick with beast, I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, looking at the time, I know we're uh, kind of eking up towards the end there, but if you could let everybody know uh, where they can find you and follow you and all that good stuff. All right. Hey, man, say, man, that's Southside Miko, man, the hardest artist producer in the world. And if you ain't tapped in with me, then you must be off that girl, man. Go follow me on Instagram at Southside Miko. It's one word, Miko spelled M-I-K-O, Southside. You know how to spell Southside. So, okay. yeah. Okay, so now, where can they buy your music at? Um, right now, you can you can buy my music on SoundCloud. I have the option for that. You can uh, find some of my music on Apple Music as well and iTunes. Um, and I and I have some stuff coming out on YouTube that will be paid to that you can pay for actually. But it's, it's not okay. out yet. It's coming out real soon. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you know what, man? I'm thinking like. Right now, you know, for the inspiration to bring to a lot of folks, you know, we, we got to have you back. How about that? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? <laughs> or did we lose Did we lose you? No, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, hey, well, how about coming back to, to uh, jump in with us sometime? Okay. Yeah, for sure. Whenever you want me, I'm back. Okay, okay. Well, let's do that, man, because, hey, we got to know about the uh, the Miko journey, the Southside Miko journey, and our listeners, man, they want to hear too. Let's make that happen. Okay, let's do it. Just let me know whenever you're available. Okay, okay. Well, look, thanks for blessing us with your time, and, and yeah. ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to that voice, the luscious voice of Southside Miko, uh, hailing out of North Carolina. He's got a whole lot of positive things going, a whole lot of energy flowing. And so uh, thank you for taking that time. And so a chick with beats, turn it over to you and you can close us out like normal. Yeah. Well, you know, just echoing the same sentiments. It's good to have you on. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you taking your time out to share with us. I appreciate you both. uh, Bless both of you for having me on the platform. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Southside Miko out of North Carolina. That's on with the real, real. 
Okay, that's a good deal right there. All right, and that does it for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chickwa Beats and Breezy Gibson. Once again, we thank you, the listener, for joining us. A big shout out to our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Denver, Colorado. And, you know, we really, really enjoy uh, spending this time with you every week, don't we? Oh, man, for real, real. I mean, for real, real, real. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, I mean, those there's some folks. These are some folks that are really hardworking. Um, They're putting their ideas together, bringing them to fruition even more and more. So, yeah, uh, we got to give those big, kind, royal shout outs to Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan and um, Sparks Radio out of Denver, Colorado. Yes. So with that, you know where to find us next time. Tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace. Okay. Peace, peace, peace.